0: This is the Mark Stucheski podcast. Hillary DeCesar. Welcome to the show.
1: Well, thanks, Mark. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Now, now, listener, you don't know this, but we're, we're doing this on video. Although you only get the audio of the podcast. Cause I don't want you to see what I look like, but Hillary is all dressed up in a nice blazer and a suit. And I'm wearing like a t-shirt because this is the way I roll. I don't make any apologies. This is the way I roll. You take, you love me or don't. This is the way I am. And is that the way you are all the time?
1: (laughs) Actually, the only reason I am in this is because I had, I was already on a podcast and that one was a business and I had to be dressed up. So interesting. No, there are most of the days, especially since we are, you know, in our home offices, I am in my (laughs) many times in my robe as well. And then I take it off and I have a cute shirt on, but my PJs and my (laughs) slips are still in the bottom.
0: I love it. I I think it's funny because when we started the lockdowns and all that stuff uh, back in March of 2020, people would ask me, how are you doing with the lockdown? I'm like, "Uh, I've been working from home since uh, July of 2005. So this is nothing new to me. I'm a hermit. So when I'm up on stage, I come out of my shell when I'm on a podcast or I'm doing some training online. But I I just like my wife and me and my dog. I, I don't like groups of people. Matter of fact, when my wife and I used to go to Disney world. We would go when all the kids were in school and there's not a lot of crowd. I don't like crowds. I don't like traffic jams. I don't like lines. And so I love working from home because there's nobody here but me and the wife and the dog. You are a
1: quintessential introvert and I am the exact opposite. I am absolutely an extrovert. I get my energy from people. If I don't, I literally start to feel like I'm I'm not myself. So for me, this last year has been incredibly challenging. I love when my kids come over and they, you know, work from here. I love, you know, when my husband finally, you know, comes out from, you know, he surfaces from his 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 office and I'm like, huh, there's a person. There's a person. But no, I I love it. I get fueled by I just every, every more people, the better. I love it. Whether it's on stage, whether it's off. And so yes, as an entrepreneur, I can work from anywhere, but I want people around me. (laughs) I definitely do.
0: I guess the technical term for me is ambivert. So (laughs) I prefer being an introvert. But if anyone's had the pleasure of seeing me on stage, I'm like the Energizer Bunny. I have so much energy. As a matter of fact, a couple of years ago, I was speaking in Galveston, and it was an all-day affair, and I was a clo- uh, closing keynote speaker. The guy right before me, I don't know his name, horrible speaker. He was reading from the slides he was, I think a cadaver would have spoke, had more energy and people were starting to put their things you know, back in their, you know, bags and their purses and, you know, starting to clean up their table. Then they introduced me, polar opposite. I come out there, I'm a ball of energy. And within five minutes, people are pulling their stuff out of their bags and they're lighting <laughs> up and they're like, they're cheering along. And when I got done, they said, they said to my wife, my wife came with me They go, does he have batteries? I mean, they said, you know, we were losing hope with that last speaker. But that's you, awesome. they are so energized and that's or energized. That's why I love to do. So when I'm out in public and, and like I'm the stars on me, like on stage or something like that, I come out of my shell. I'm an extrovert. But if you see me like in a store, I'm like, uh, so, so I guess the kind of the technical term for me is ambivert. And I did refer to myself as you're going to laugh at this, an ambienvert by mistake on one of my podcasts. And of course the guest decided he was going to get an ambi, ambien pill and say, Hey, he's the queen. He's the king of ambien. I said, you know what I meant? But it was kind of funny because a lot of people remarked on it. So I'm not an ambienvert. I'm an ambivert.
1: Well, you know, what's really interesting about that is. We actually can train people that are introverts to be extroverts in their business. When they're an entrepreneur, you don't have an excuse of being, I don't like to be out in front of people. I don't want to really be talking about what you are selling. You have to learn that you are there to serve. You are there to share your message. And if you're not out doing it, then it's a disservice to what you're even doing, what your calling is. And so we actually go through this uh, in our... our, We have a a group called, a six-month program called the Fired Up Entrepreneur. And that is a big part of it where I see these people come into the program and they're shy and they don't want to do Facebook Lives and they don't want to you know, get themselves out in front of others. They don't want to be on Zoom calls. They don't want to raise their hand. And within 30 days, They are putting themselves out there and they're transformed and they realize it's not about them. It's not about them. When when you can get out of that, and as you said, and so sometimes what we do is we say, let's build a persona. Let's build you into, like you just said, you got on stage and you were just magnetic, right? People are putting their stuff away and all of a sudden they're like taking it out and wanting to take notes on everything you're saying, but then... You go off the stage and you're back to being Mark.
0: Oh no, no, no! I'm still I'm still an extrovert until I get in the car with my wife.
1: Okay, uh, until I, you I, get in the car and then you're like, oh, oh.
0: no, I, I I love it. The thing is, is I I guess when the spotlight's on me, like when I'm on when I'm on Zoom calls. Actually, I was on a, a coaching call or a group coaching call the other day. And the coach is going around and say, well, tell us your story. Tell us what you did, you know, well, last week, whatever. And I have to restrain myself because I'm the guy who wants to go first. And I'm like, okay, I, I I don't always be first. I mean, I'm going, it was so bad. I had to t- turn my video off because I like to jump right in. But I know that sometimes that's off-putting for some people. So I like to be the center of attention, but I know other people need to go first sometimes too. And there are some people in the group that this coach called out because they're, they're wallflowers and, and I made light of it. I came on the camera. I said, look, I was okay. All right. Y'all two of you went, y'all start waiting. I'll go because I, I, that I'm like a bull in the China shop. What I mean by when I'm an introvert is I would much rather stay home and read a book for two hours than go out. To, I don't go to bars, but go out to a networking event. That's what I mean. But when so I- so what, what? Wait,
1: so what fuels you? Is it people that fuel you or your private alone time
0: that fuels you? Oh, that's a great question. We're not into mic swap yet. <laughs> I guess we are. I'm going uh, early. What, <laughs> uh, what, what fuels me? Um, well, I, I think people do. The right people fuel me. We, we know, like, from Winnie the Pooh, I'm a tigger, okay? I love life. I, I'm so hyperactive. Uh, there are Winnie the Poohs. There are Eeyores. We don't want to hang around Eeyores. Eeyores drain you. So I try to distance myself as much as I can from Eeyores, unfortunately. Some of our family. You can't get rid of them, um, but I I think what fuels me I, I I think I get fueled both from being by myself and with other people. The right people fuel me, so I don't think I fit in a nice little square hole for you.
1: Okay, so what's interesting is then you're not a quintessential introvert. What you are, if you get fueled by people, and that is like like me. That's what I, it literally fuels me. I am a very high extrovert, but. For somebody that is kind of in between, like you said, hey, I like my alone time, but I also like to be with people, then that means that you're kind of in the middle there of the introvert, extrovert. When you look at, I really want to have my alone time. I need to have that quiet time. I need people who loved being, you know, during COVID at their homes. God, just keep this going. Why do we ever have to go out and get back to (laughs) the way it was? that would be a high I. That would be that introvert that, you know what? But if you're kind of in between, then good to know. But when I start working with people, I very quickly, just by asking that question, I can say, all right, so you're an entrepreneur. What are we going to do to increase your ability to be on stage and have that that alter ego, that persona of this is your, this is your stage name. This is when you are the star, as you said, you light up. So that's what we do. We create you being lit up.
0: Hey there, it's Mark. And I want to invite you to become a Mark Struchowski insider and get the top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It all happens over at mrproductivity.com. I think that's important because I see, I'm sure, you know, people too who are entrepreneurs and you're like, yeah, I got this great product here and it could make you feel better. It's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're not passionate about your product, how how am I going to be passionate about the product? And And so I don't think people understand that. Now, what's ironic is when I was in college, university for you, international audiences or high school. I never wanted to stand in front of a class or more than just a teacher to give my oral reports. Now you can't get me to shut up as a testament to my podcast or speaking. I love doing this stuff so much so that for a member for a while there, I was a member of a local speaker association, and I didn't like oh prepare and you know do the choreography and do the powerpoints and. And I never felt right about that. I, I said, that's not me. And one day I saw a video from Gary Vaynerchuk that says, you gotta be you. You have to be you. So I said, I'm not wearing suits anymore. And no one's ever said anything, by the way. They said, can you speak? I said, look, I, I come in sneakers, jeans, and a, a polo shirt. If you don't like that, then I'll pass on the gig because I want to be me. And I don't overprepare because I know my stuff so well. Matter of fact, I heard Gary says, you should be in an audience. And let's say they say, oh, the meeting planner comes out and they said, the speaker got abducted by alien. Who can come up and get a 90-minute keynote? You shouldn't go, oh, where's my computer? Where are my slides? You should be able to walk up there in your Hawaiian T-shirt and shorts and flip-flops and give a killer 90-minute keynote. That's not the ideal situation, What you should be. So when I go up on stage, my whole goal, as you just said, is to serve everyone in the audience. I'm going to give everything I can in that stage. I want everyone to walk away with, wow, that was awesome. I don't want anyone to go, well, it was a waste of my time. And so.
1: Absolutely. And there's, and, and I have to say, when I go up on stages, I literally channel the, this mid zone fairy godmother that I know I've got what you need to do a midlife relaunch in your business, in your relationships, or your personal life. Like that self, the self-life. I know it. And so I have actually had photo shoots where I am dressed up with the four-inch, five-inch heels that are sparkly, with the wings, with my wand. And I sit there and I say, you know what? Faith is in this wand. This is what you have to have. Believe and you will achieve. And let's start to think about, I have this, it's called Model 3H. And it's the heart to the head to the higher self. And that's kind of our um, our platform that we really believe is our unique mechanism. It's the thing that really makes us stand out from others. And I get up there and my gosh, I start to talk as if I really am here. My only goal is to get you to that lifestyle that you've always wanted, but you have somehow been able to pick all these different choices that have led you you know, to the right, to the left. And now finally, you're on the right track. And so I sit there and I'm like, it's time to relaunch. Are you ready to relaunch everybody? All right. Faith is in the wand. Pick up the wand. It's already inside of you. So I, I think it's great because, you know, and literally I have shown up with wings on my back, like, Hey, <laughs> you know what, why, it, what you're doing isn't working. So maybe this yeah. will, you know, yeah. maybe this what? is what you need.
0: Yeah. I, it's funny when I, whenever I speak and I, I'll start speaking again, <laughs> I'm going to be speaking for three hours, like in December this year. Um, somebody's hiring me. They love me that much. And I say, when I get up on stage, I say, look, there's, there's a couple things you gotta know about me. Number one, I talk really fast. I don't slow down because that's who I am. Number two, if another thought supersedes that thought, I will interrupt myself. So just get used to it. I will trip over my own tongue. That's who I am. And finally, I'm bald-headed by choice. And so I have a sweat right here because I sweat a lot. I probably lose five pounds when I'm out speaking. And I I tell people this out front and that sets the tone. Okay, this guy's going to be fire. I've never had anyone come up to me and say, oh my gosh, you're the worst speaker. They go, I only heard half of what you said, but you were amazing because I have the energy. People have to realize that when you are on stage or on a Zoom call, they are giving you their attention. And it's one of the reasons I don't like Zoom calls. I mean, I've been invited to some tra- Zoom training and it's like, you're just sitting there for three hours. Like I turn my camera off because I'm looking at my phone because when I'm in the audience, I can move around and get up and jump around. But you're know, in a Zoom call, it's really difficult. And energy is so key, especially, you know, in my field of productivity. If you don't have energy, it's really tough to be productive. If you don't have energy, you know, we've seen some very successful speakers no energy, but there's not many of them. You have to have a passion and a love and an energy to be an effective communicator because people will feel the energy. It's not just the words you say, right?
1: So you, you mentioned something there that I have to I have to lean into here. I hear constantly when I am talking to, you know, groups or my one-on-one clients that they they say, Well, I'm really looking to belong. I have this, you know, this belonging and this idea that I need to be with like-minded people. I want to find my like-minded people. And I sit there and I'm like, Why? Why do you want to find like-minded people? Because those are people that aren't going to have you grow. Let's Mm -hmm. find like energy people that are going to take you up from your thoughts to your feelings to vibration to your frequency. And let's get you to the place that those are the people. It's not it's not going and trying to feel like, you know, hey, your beliefs are my beliefs and isn't this great? We're all part of this like-minded group. <laughs> Boring. That's not, yes. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't excite me. I want to, I mean, that's why I sit here and I'm like, wow, if, if we really looked at life like that, Instead of where are you from? What religion are you part of? You know, what were you doctrinated in some form? What do you do? What group are you a part of? And instead, literally looked at all right, let's put you on the, you know, Hertz level and see where you're operating out of. And I don't want to be with anyone that's below 520, right? That energy level of love. That's where I want to be. And I mean, could you imagine we're all carrying around, I've been vaccinated, you know, these cards. Well, how about like, here's my energy. And I'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, shame and blame is down around 30. I don't want (laughs) to be with you. Go away. Get out of here. You're not my peeps. (laughs) And so when I talk about your tribe, you know, has to be part of, you know, the vibe, it's your vibration. That's where you should be thinking about belonging.
0: You know, what's amazing is the number one compliment I get from guests on my show, not so much compliment, but a comment is, oh my gosh, you have so much energy. And some people have come on my show and they're naturally low energy people. And at the end, when we're done recording, they're like, I feel like I just did a 60 minute spin cycle course with you (laughs) because I had to match your energy and they weren't used to bringing their energy up. Look at, I know. That it's people are more likely listening to listen to a podcast where people will have energy like you and I have energy. But if you're going, so, Hillary, how can we get more energy? People are not going to listen that they're going to turn it off. And so part of the growth of you in me and the listener is to surround their. I love that. Like energy people. When I meet someone and they're really low energy. They don't even have to say anything like you said, the the shame and blame people. They could just be like so low energy. I'm like, I I I sense it right away.
1: Totally. It's like Like you're (laughs) just like, like, (laughs) holy, get me out of this room. Get me out of this space. I need to. And and as you said earlier, you made a comment about family. And sometimes, you know, family, they are that low vibration. They are at that that level. And what do you do? Well, here's the thing. You are fortunate enough, especially right now, because you don't have to be with anybody you don't want to, but we are going to get back to, you know, family holidays, things that you can't avoid. And what you do is you come in with a different attitude around it. They They are at that level. You are not going to change them, but you can decide how you want them to be around like you have the decision to make do you want to be around them for very long or it's one of those that you know what this has been great it's so nice that I can share with you what I'm doing and then I really have to get out of here I have to go and all I've had people say but at Thanksgiving you're seated next to somebody and it's a you know at a minimum <laughs> a two hour dinner what do you do? and i really have to say you are you are in control of your thoughts and so when you become in control of your thoughts because we're human beings and you have the ability to change the way if all of a sudden you're thinking oh my gosh this person is so you know boring this person's so negative this person is just bringing me down ugh i got the worst you know seating here at this table what you need to be able to do is change your attitude about it and say, wow, why am I, you know, why am I right next to this person? Am I supposed to be, is this part of, you know, reciprocity, the law of, you know, give and get. Yeah. Am I going to just continue to give during this, give, you know, give my, my energy? And then at the end you have to replenish, right? Because they have exhausted you and you didn't have a chance, but you also can fill them with, All right. So I know you got a lot of really bad things going on in your life, but is it, you know, tell me one thing that's actually working right for you. Good point. And all of a sudden it's like, well, nothing. Really? Nothing? Nothing? You're here right now? I mean, you (laughs) know, is this nothing? So I do think it's not, you know, this idea of, you know, fake it till you make it. I hate that. But you can believe to achieve. And if you believe that you want to stay at that higher vibrational level, You can do that. You can achieve that. You can be bringing yourself to, all right, I know what I want. And if I sit here and I take in all the negative side of what the person's saying, that's going to bring me down. Instead, it's almost this game that you can play, right? The game of life, the game of like, how are you going to, you're an athlete with your energy, how are you going to maintain that level? Of energy.
0: Hey, I now have an affiliate program where you can earn up to 30% commission just referring people to my paid program. To find out more, go to MrProductivity.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the link. Hmm. You know, you mentioned uh, the vaccine earlier, and a lot of people ask me, Did you, did you take a shot to be this, this, this high energy? And what's interesting is I look back at high school and college slash university. I was never a high energy person. And when I reflect on it, I'm like, you know what? I wasn't doing what I love to do. Now I wake up seven days a week, like it's Christmas morning. And I'm a little child because I found something I love love to do. And so when people ask me, what do you take to be this high energy? I'm like, I do what I love to do. And they, they want more. I said, no, that's what it is. Do you Are you in it for the money, for the vacation, for the perks, or do you really love doing whatever you want to do? And when I ask people that, they're like, wow, never thought about that. I'll say, well, go spend some time thinking about that because the people I know, like me and you who are high energy, like Tony Robbins and all, they're doing what they love to do.
1: They are. And when you start talking about vacation, I I don't think of like when I'm on vacation, then I'll be able to really be happy. I'm like, I'm I'm really loving life every single day. And when I get to go and travel again or go and have dinner somewhere, that's just going to be bringing me new ways that I can share what I'm doing and how, you know, incredible it really can be to have a successful relaunch. It's like, dang, that's just so good. So good.
0: My wife and I go to a Bible study class and everyone in there is like they're corporate people. They don't understand an entrepreneur. Like, what are you going to, one guy said to me once, uh, what are you going to do about retirement? I'm like, we're in church. You can't use that vulgar word. He goes, what? Retire. He goes, you don't want to retire. I'm like, why would I want to retire doing what I love to do? Well, you can, you can go do things, whatever you want to do. I can do that now. I can take a day off whenever I want. There's no board of directors. No CEO. He's like, is that what you really want to do? I'm like, yeah, as a matter of fact, it is. I love my clients. I love what I do. I'm on fire every single day. When I go on vacation, my wife knows I'm still going to be working on vacation. Why? Cause it's not work. I love to do it, but people who are not entrepreneurs. And especially if they're a low energy, they don't get that. They're like, well, go away and just forget business. I'm like, Why? Why? It's like me going on vacation, forget my kid. It's like,
1: and you don't. And so when you reach this vibrational state and when you have this energy, that's why you're not wishing for something that's coming. You're already, you're already there. You're already at that place. But I I was a corporate gal for 10 years at Oracle, which is, you know, one of the toughest, (laughs) toughest corporate (laughs) positions. And, you know, I, I am so grateful that I had that. But when I decided to, first off, start coaching right after I left Oracle, I became, um, you know, I started my first business and then I started another business, another business. And I realized that I'm glad I had that experience because I never want to go back to that, but yet, I learned so much. I learned the structure. I learned yep. you know that that you need I needed the business sense. But what I'm noticing now is that people are jumping in Now it's like everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, right? I mean, there's so many people trying to get into the space, but they don't have the foundation. And so, that everyone thinks it's you know well he's doing it or she's doing it I can do it <laughs> yeah. and that's where that's where in the future there's going to be so much frustration and so oh. what can you do to make sure that you leverage all the things that you've done in the past and I have a um, I have a podcast called the Silver Lined Relaunch and it's all about looking back and realizing even the negative things that happened in your life had a silver lining around them. Absolutely. And so as you go into building your business, your entrepreneur and you and I mentioned the model 3h you said it best it has to be something that you love that heart if if you're doing it for the money and i have worked with people who have sold their company for 200 million and they're miserable there's not that connection to their emotion their feeling their heart It's logic, it's frontal cortex, it's I want to make the money and why do we think that? Well, at some point you determined your success was going to be X amount of money when I'm older and guess what? If it's not tied to the heart and if it's not tied to where, you know, there's so many universal truths and that you can tap into and when you do all three that's when you really experience life that's when you have the opportunity it doesn't matter you just you don't have to be a coach you could be doing anything i have people that are you know they've created they've created um bunk cake companies Serendipity, you know, bakery. They've created, um, you know, businesses where they're selling apartments to lower income, but they're providing, you know, something that is really important for them to have a place called home. It doesn't matter what you're selling. There has to be a connection that, as I said, when you get on stage, when you have to be on stage, you have that, that soulful connection to serving others in some way. And that's right. when you realize every morning, you're like, dang, I'm so excited. Here I am, I'm waking up today and what's gonna happen? What's coming to me today that's going to allow me to serve even more people?
0: Well, that's awesome. And it's a good place to put a bookmark in it. Uh, in a minute, listener, we're gonna add, we're going to ask Hillary. Well, I'm gonna ask Hillary, you get to listen, where you can go find out more about her and so you can reach out and work with her or just say, hi, whatever you want to do. But now we're going to do something called mic swap, where it's an opportunity for Hillary to ask me one or two questions. I don't know what question she's going to ask me, which is kind of fun. And if she stumps me, well, I'll just say, I don't know. It's my show. I can say, I don't know. But Hillary, the microphone's yours for the next couple questions.
1: Ooh, I love that. All right. So you have gone ahead and said New Year's resolution was to do a podcast a day. Are you glad you made that, or are you regretting that you made that decision?
0: Well, first of all, point of clarification: I don't do resolutions. It was a goal to do an okay, episode goal. Every day it. Okay, 2021. Love it. Um, No, I'm not regretting it. Um, a little back, a little back, uh, back backstory. That's the word I'm looking for. I did an episode every day from Christmas Day, 2020, till this, uh, New Year's New Year's Eve day. And then I had this crazy idea when I did my podcast on New Year's Day. I said, I'm going to release a brand new episode every day in 2021. And I got really excited about it. And I go, wow, Gary Vaynerchuk does it. And then, oh, Gary Vaynerchuk has a team of 15 people. But I said, <laughs> I could do it. Yeah. So what I did is I reached out to a lot of agencies, interview connections, interview of LA. Um, there's a couple other people send me connections. I can't remember what their name are. And so I do five interviews a week. And I do two bonus uh, solo episodes a week. And here it is, April 17th. I've not missed a day since Christmas Day of 2020. And what's great is when you have so many episodes and so many guests, I meet so many cool people. And my show is no longer just, as we talked about in the show today, not just about productivity. In the beginning, it was just about productivity. Now I describe my podcast as a clean version of Joe Rogan, so I don't have any swearing on my show. But I had we have a whole diverse amount of topics on the show. So no regrets. I'm looking forward to December 31st, 2021, when episode 1060 will be released. That's
1: incredible. (laughs) All right. And who has been your most inspirational guest for you personally?
0: I would have to, well, a lot of people get really close up there, but I would have to say a gentleman by the name of Dave Knoll. Dave Knoll is a guy who created the Chopped um hit show i'm sorry the, the food network hit show chopped all a lot of people were into cooking probably heard of chopped so he was on my show he also created the show called america says in the game show network when he got on my show i'm like oh my gosh is dave nolan he goes oh my gosh it's mark szuski um and he goes i'm like hey i just playing around with me he goes no i think you're phenomenal because you know, I've been doing, I've been doing this for years and they said, you have so much energy. You're so fired up. You you're on point and you're authentic. So if you make a mistake, use the wrong word, you just keep going. And to have someone of his stature, I looked up to him and, and he just like, man, you are awesome. And that really, well, made my head a little bigger. We had to widen the doors in the home, but it, it was a great conversation because I told him a story about my wife and my daughter used to watch chop. As I watched sporting events. I mean, they would get into it. What's he gonna do? He shouldn't have mixed that. And and he actually called them out in the show and he said the two smart people and the whole nine yards. And and so I'd have to say Dave Knoll, great guest on my show. Another guy I came really close to it. I really admire for what he did, John Beatty, actually summited Mount Everest. Now I've always been fascinated by the whole mystery of Mount Everest. And this guy summited the highest point on the planet. I thought that was pretty stinking cool. So those are my two answers.
1: So, okay, and when oh, you I'm think sneak in a
0: third question there.
1: Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> okay. going to sneak one in. And when you think of your legacy that you want to leave behind, what is it?
0: I want people to say he said he was Tiger. He was Tiger. He loved <laughs> life. He loved people. And when I was around Mark, I was a better person. Cause I always tend to over deliver people, man. Just, just yesterday I decided to create this, uh, a telegram channel where people can get like bite-sized information from me every day. I'm just trying to deliver value, value, value. Uh, I have a program, a coaching program that one of my best clients in there is a CPA and the program costs $97 a month. And she goes, you're undercharging this thing. She's I'm, she I'm not saying that, Shh. but she's, I run the numbers and she said, this is so much value. So I love what I do. So, Thank you so much for those questions. I really appreciate it. That was awesome. So my final, final, final question for you, Hillary, is where can we go to find out more about you and where you're putting a dent, to use Steve Jobs' word, in the universe?
1: Oh, I love that. Okay, so I have a coaching program, a six-month coaching program, to get people to launch or relaunch their business, scale it. It's called the Fired Up Entrepreneur. We have a free masterclass starting on Monday. We have them, you know, Fairly often, so that you can join one of them. But if you're all of a sudden like, yeah, it's my time, now's the time. You can go to the relaunchco.com, the relaunchco.com, and you can actually sign up for it uh, on the top of the page. It's right there. You can click that button. And you can also listen into the Silver Lined Relaunch podcast. And you can find that on that same website, the uh, relaunch effect or the I relaunch know. co the relaunchco.com. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to send you to the Facebook group, but we're not going to go there yet. That's not oh. quite yet.
0: Okay. Now listen there today is Saturday, April 17th. If you are listening to this, when it came out or the day after she's talking about this Monday, April 19th. So if you're listening to this, like three months in, uh, from now, uh, where you been, you missed it, but go to her website anyways. But she is actually talking about this coming Monday. That's one of the things my guests love about the show because they know the episode comes out the next day. We record this yesterday and a Friday. And so she's actually talking about this Monday. I want to make sure the listener understood. So oh, I want yeah. them to take action.
1: Definitely. And you can cut, you know, like I said, if it's not, if you come and it's, you know, hey, it's already past that date, don't worry about it because you will be on the wait list for the next one. And the, you know, no matter what business you're trying to launch. If you're a coach, if you are trying to get into tangible service, doesn't matter. We are going to give you all of what you need to create the foundation for business. You're going to learn about sexy spreadsheets. Yes, you heard that here. And you're going to learn about everything you need to have a successful business.
0: Excellent. Hillary, absolute thrill having you on the show today.
1: Oh, Mark, thank you. Always so much fun to be with you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stucheski insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.